On About Books, we delve into the latest news about the publishing industry with interesting insider interviews with publishing industry experts. We'll also give you updates on current nonfiction authors and books, the latest book reviews, and we'll talk about the current nonfiction books featured on C-SPAN's Book TV. And welcome to About Books. This week, we're focusing on some of the most anticipated nonfiction books being released this fall. In a few minutes, we'll chat with the Tampa Bay Times book editor, Colette Bancroft, about what she's looking forward to in the coming months. But first, here's some news items from the publishing world. Well, the National Book Foundation has rescinded actress Drew Barrymore's invitation to serve as host of this year's National Book Awards. This is after Ms. Barrymore announced that she would resume production of her talk show despite the ongoing Hollywood writers' strike. Ms. Barrymore's announcement was criticized by writer union groups who promised to picket outside her production studio. Quote, the National Book Awards is an evening dedicated to celebrating the power of literature and the incomparable contributions of writers to our culture, the National Book Foundation said in a statement on Twitter. Our commitment is to ensure that the focus of the awards remains on celebrating writers and books, and we are grateful to Ms. Barrymore and her team for their understanding of this situation. The National Book Awards, which Book TV will be covering, will take place this year in New York City on November 15th. And in other book news, the Pulitzer Prize Board has expanded eligibility for its book awards beyond the current U.S. citizenship requirement. Going forward, permanent residents of the United States and, quote, those who have made the U.S. their longtime primary home will be eligible for the Pulitzer Prize in writing. But there is no change in the requirement that entries be originally published in English in the U.S. Now, this change will go into effect with the 2025 award cycle. And now, here's a look at some of the offerings that are set to hit the bookstore shelves this fall, including several from current and former members of Congress. Kentucky Republican Senator Rand Paul is set to release Deception, the Great COVID Cover-Up. That's coming out October 10th. The book explores the origins of COVID and federal funding for bioengineering and gain-of-function research. Senator Paul is also Dr. Paul. He's a medical doctor and ophthalmologist who graduated from Duke Medical School. And of course, you remember his high-profile clashes with Dr. Anthony Fauci during the COVID crisis. Regnery is his publisher. This is Dr. Paul's sixth book. And Regnery also landed Texas Republican Senator Ted Cruz's latest book, Unwoke, How to Defeat Cultural Marxism in America. That comes out November 7th. Now, according to the publisher's blurb, in this hard-hitting new book, Senator Ted Cruz delivers a realistic battle plan for defeating the woke assault on America. It's Senator Cruz's fourth book and second in the last two years. He released Justice Corrupted, How the Left Weaponized Our Legal System Last Year, also through Regnery Publishing. And two former members of Congress, Republicans Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger, also have new books this fall. 
Ms. Cheney and Mr. Kinzinger, of course, served together as the only Republicans on the House January 6th Select Committee. Ms. Cheney's book, Oath and Honor, A Memoir and a Warning, will be released on December 5th. Publisher Hachette describes her book as a first-hand account of January 6, 2021 and its aftermath by the House Republican leader who dared to stand up to it. Ms. Cheney was defeated in a Republican primary for her Wyoming seat in 2022. Now, Adam Kinzinger is an Air Force veteran who held a suburban Chicago seat in the House for six terms until he decided not to run again in 2022. His new book is titled Renegade, Defending Democracy and Liberty in Our Divided Country. Mr. Kinzinger's book will be released October 17th. It's being published by the Penguin imprint, The Open Field, which is run by former California First Lady and journalist Maria Shriver. And speaking of former President Donald Trump and the House January 6th Select Committee, Cassidy Hutchinson, the former special assistant to the president, will soon release her memoir, Enough. Ms. Hutchinson became a key witness during the House January 6th hearings. Her book is expected to be a tell-all about her time in the White House and her decision to testify on Capitol Hill. That's coming out September 26th. And that's the same day that another high-profile Trump administration staffer will release a book. Kash Patel was an advisor to President Trump and chief of staff to the Secretary of Defense. His book is entitled Government Gangsters, The Deep State, The Truth, and the Battle for Our Democracy. Two more high-profile figures out with books in the coming months. Democratic presidential candidate Robert Kennedy Jr. is releasing the Wuhan cover-up and the terrifying bioweapons arms race October 10th. And former Washington State High School football coach Joe Kennedy will release Average Joe on October 24th. Joe Kennedy was at the center of the Supreme Court case after losing his job following his on-field prayers with players. Mr. Kennedy won the case and reinstatement in a 6-3 decision. He stepped down from coaching earlier this season. Well, former President Trump is the subject of several other books coming out this fall. ABC News Chief Washington Correspondent Jonathan Carl is releasing Tired of Winning, Donald Trump and the End of the Grand Old Party, November 14th. Now, Mr. Carl has written two other books about President Trump entitled Betrayal and Front Row at the Trump Show. And former Washington Post Executive Editor Marty Barron will release Collision of Power, Trump, Bezos, and the Washington Post. That comes out October 3rd. MSNBC anchor Ali Velshi is releasing a book that compiles the charges former President Trump faces in his four ongoing criminal cases, and it's entitled The Trump Indictments, The 91 Criminal Counts Against the Former President of the United States. September 25th is its release date. Well, as we continue to look at some of the fall books that are coming out, there are several as well about President Biden and the Democratic Party. On October 3rd, Breitbart Editor-in-Chief Alex Marlowe will release Breaking Biden, Exposing the Hidden Forces and Secret Money Machine behind Joe Biden, his family, and his administration. And radio host and political commentator Mark Levin 
will release his latest, The Democrat Party Hates America, on September 19th. Other members of the news media are coming out with books this fall. October 10th, Fox News host Brett Baer will release To Rescue the Constitution, George Washington and the Fragile American Experiment. October 17th, MSNBC host Rachel Maddow has her latest out, Prequel, An American Fight Against Fascism. And on October 24th, the Atlantic journalist McKay Coppins is releasing a book on the political career of retiring Utah Republican Senator Mitt Romney. It's called Romney, A Reckoning. And two books about the media are coming out soon, both about Fox News. Journalist Michael Wolf is releasing The Fall, The End of Fox News and the Murdoch Dynasty, September 26th. And former CNN anchor Brian Stelter is releasing Network of Lies, the epic saga of Fox News, Donald Trump, and the battle for American democracy. That comes out on November 14th. And here are a few other nonfiction books to keep an eye out for this fall. Journalist Walter Isaacson is out with a book about Tesla founder Elon Musk. Historian H.W. Brands will release his latest book on November 7th entitled Founding Partisans, Hamilton, Madison, Jefferson, Adams, and the Brawling Birth of American Politics. And journalist Tim Alberta is releasing The Kingdom, The Power, and The Glory, American Evangelicals in an Age of Extremism. That comes out in early December. It's on November 14th that journalist Garrett Graff's latest UFO, the inside story of the U.S. government's search for alien life here and out there, will be available. That same day, Stanford historian Jennifer Burns is set to release Milton Friedman, The Last Conservative. And the blindside author Michael Lewis's latest book will focus on the rise and fall of crypto billionaire Sam Bankman-Fried. It's entitled Going Infinite. It's coming out October 3rd. And finally, as we preview some of the books that are coming out this fall, want to tell you about one that's coming out September 26th. It's called American Gun. It's about the history of the AR-15. It's by two Wall Street Journal reporters, Cameron McWhorter and Zusha Ellenson. And you're watching About Books on Book TV, and we're giving you a preview of some of the books that are coming out this fall. Joining us now is Colette Bancroft, the Tampa Bay Times book editor since 2007. And now joining us on Book TV is Colette Bancroft. She is the book editor for the Tampa Bay Times. Ms. Bancroft, we just listed a whole bunch of political books that are coming out this fall, many dealing with the 24 election and, and former President Trump, etc. Do you look at political books down in Florida? Uh, yes, we're sort of awash in politics here in Florida. And uh, I do. Um, I have uh, one book that's definitely on my list that I am looking forward to, um, and that's Martin Barron's book, um, Collision of Power, Trump, Bezos, and the Washington Post. Uh, Barron was, uh, he retired recently as executive editor of the Washington Post, but he took on the job not long before Jeff Bezos bought the paper. And then, of course, Shortly thereafter, Trump became president. And I'm really looking forward to an inside look at that that political era 
which of course continues into the present day uh, from someone who is that kind of an insider and, and a legendary journalist as well. And I'm also very happy he's going to be at my newspaper's uh, book event in November uh, to talk about the book. But that's probably of the political books I'm looking at. That's the one I'm most uh, excited to start. So the Tampa Bay Times, do you sponsor a book festival or are you just holding individual events? We sponsor a book festival. Um, It's in its 31st year and it's called the Tampa Bay Times Festival of Reading. And this year we have uh, nine authors. Besides uh, Marty Barron, we have Michael Connolly and Dave Barry and Lauren Groff and um, a number of other really terrific authors. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I do a lot of the onstage interviews with those authors and it's a ton of work, but also the highlight of my year. Well, that's something that Book TV should look at uh, coming down to and and, and attending. Mm -hmm. Uh, But one of the authors that's going to be on the book festival circuit, I think, is Walter Isaacson with his new biography of Elon Musk. Mm -hmm. Have you had a chance to review that? I have not yet. I am am both really interested in it and really, I'm not sure how much I'll enjoy it. You know, I'm not sure if I'll love it or be kind of scared by it. <laughs> he's a very controversial figure, but he's a very powerful figure. And um, and Isaacson, of course, is an old pro at, at handling that kind of person um, and looking at their lives and their impact. So I am looking forward to reading it. Um, as I said, it's a... Uh, it's a, it's a fascinating subject. Musk is a fascinating character for, for good or ill. So, Colette Bancroft, how long have you been doing this and how did you get into the business? I have been the book editor at the Times for 16 years. And before that, I was the book editor at a, um, the, the morning newspaper in Tucson, the Arizona Daily Star, for a few years. And I've had many other newspaper jobs in between. But before I was a journalist, I was an English major and an English teacher uh, in, in universities. And just, you know, I'm the kid whose mother said, put that book down and go outside and play. Um, I've always loved books, and it sort of eventually led me into this, this path of journalism, uh, of being a book editor and book reviewer. And I, I'm very lucky to have this job because it's a... We're a vanishing breed. And I was going to say, I think we should applaud the Tampa Bay Times for maintaining a book section in its newspaper. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, There are two other books coming out this fall that I wanted to ask you about before we go to your list. Ruth Mm -hmm. Simmons, former president of Brown and Smith and Prairie View University, and Drew Gilpin Faust the former Mm -hmm. president of Harvard, both came out with memoirs. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that something that you'll be looking at? Yes, it is. And and they're both, you know, the cliche of the glass ceiling, but um, but they broke they broke a lot of those. And uh, again, it's having an insider's view and they've had just extraordinary lives, both of them. So, um, yes, I am. I am looking forward to to reading both of those. Um, 
I think they're going to be, you know, not only am I interested in women in education, but education as a subject is, is uh, compelling at the moment. It's, it's in some ways in crisis. So. So Colette Bancroft, what is on your list to review this fall? Well, I am interested in um, Pat Bohannon's book, uh, which is called Eve, How the Female Body Drove 200 Million Years of Human Evolution. And uh, she said that, that the book, the idea of the book was sort of sparked when she talked to a friend about scientific research and learned that in all kinds of scientific research, whether it's with human uh, research subjects or animals, the norm is male. How does this affect men or male you know, lab rats or whatever? And what we've discovered recently is that that is a, not a great way to approach scientific research because women's bodies, female bodies are different in so many ways. And as she began to look at human evolution, um, there's evidence that women use tools before men did. Um, of course, producing milk is what defines mammals and had a huge impact on human evolution um, and all sorts of things. And so I'm interested in looking at at evolution from that physical point of view and women's role in it. So that's one that I am excited about and looking forward to reading. Um, I'm, I'm interested in the new biography by Tracy Dougherty of Larry McMurtry called Larry McMurtry Alive. Um, one of my longtime favorite novelists, Lonesome Dove, of course, um, which is, you know, some people put it on that great American novel list. And it's certainly a great American novel, whether it's the great American novel or not. And and also just he was so prolific, but he also outside of writing novels, he had an extremely interesting life as a screenwriter, as an antique books dealer, as all kinds of things. And so I am looking forward uh, to that biography. Um, I'm looking forward to a new book by Benjamin Moser. Um, Moser won the Pulitzer Prize a few years back for his biography of Susan Sontag. And he has a new book called The Upside Down World, Meetings with the Dutch Masters. Um, he lives in the Netherlands and he moved there at, when he was quite young, um, in his early 20s, I think, and moved into, he's, he's an American, he's, I believe he grew up in Texas, and he moved into a culture and a language that you know he knew little about and found himself increasingly engaged with the, the huge collections of old masters paintings in Dutch museums and kept going back to them and back to them. And so this book is both a memoir um, about how that sort of helped him find himself but also a kind of group biography of those painters of Vermeer and you know Rembrandt and people like that and 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 from a kind of new perspective and I I um, I love art I paint myself um, I particularly love some of those painters and so I am really looking forward to this especially because Moser is you know, a really excellent biographer. 
So that's another one that uh, is on my list. So Colette Bancroft, you've listed three books that you're looking forward to. Have you ever Mm -hmm. been disappointed in a book that you've been looking forward to and had to review it at the same time? Yeah, (laughs) of course. I mean, that happens. And I, I don't, I won't name names. But um, but I, I am sometimes, and, and that usually happens if it's an author whom I've read before and whose work I've liked before, and who has a kind of you know reputation or standing, and sometimes you know people produce a book that's an, you know not every book is a great one, especially for people who have long careers, and I've had that happen and. I have had to write negative reviews about them. If I, I tend not to write negative reviews about like debut books or you know books that uh, by authors that are not already familiar to people. But if someone is really well known and the book has a lot of buzz and it's a letdown, I feel an obligation you know to write a negative review. So so yeah, I do have to do that. What are some of the, of the what are some of the reviews and what is in a review that seems to connect with your readers? I think it you know it varies so much from reader to reader. One thing I've learned as a book reviewer is that everybody's approach to books is different, and there is no such thing as a book that everybody loves. There just isn't. Um, I find it hard to recommend books to individually to people. Um, I can recommend them to people at large, but it's hard to do one-on-one. But I think people like, I think they like a sense of voice. Um, If you are either praising or criticizing a book, I think people like to know why. Um, And I do my best when I review books to to give the reader a sense of what kind of book that this is so that they can decide whether they want to read it or not. Whether I like it or not is to me kind of secondary. Um, It's more important to give the reader a clear idea that this is this kind of book. You know, this is a serious scientific analysis or this is a hilarious light novel to, you know, to read at the beach. Um, and and to kind of judge books on their own terms, to tell the reader, this is a book that is trying to do this, X, Y, and Z, and it does it well, or it doesn't. But but description to me is as important, maybe more important than prescription in a book review. Colette Bancroft of the Tampa Bay Times, we have time for one more book that you're looking forward to reviewing. Um, I am, I am looking forward to, um, Tracy K. Smith's book, To Free the Captives, A Plea for the American Soul. She's a former U.S. Poet Laureate, but this is, this book is prose, and it's a combination of memoir, her family, her own family history, and the history of racism in America. And she's such a she's so brilliant as a writer. Her language is so beautiful, and so thoughtful um, about culture that 
this uh, this combination of memoir and cultural criticism and history really um, sounds intriguing to me, and I'm looking forward to that one. What do you read for pleasure? I love crime fiction. I read a lot of crime fiction. Um, and uh, I like nonfiction. I read a lot of nonfiction as well. Colette Bancroft is the book editor at the Tampa Bay Times, and we appreciate spending a few minutes with you. My pleasure. Thanks so much. And you're watching About Books, a program and podcast produced by C-SPAN's Book TV. Well, coming up, it's our weekly afterwards program. In her new book, The Sixth, journalist Lauren Grush detailed the history and experiences of the six women selected in 1978 to become America's first female astronauts. She was interviewed by former NASA Deputy Administrator Lori Garver. Here's a preview. When I, when I think about women in this industry, you know, I kind of was drawn to the women who came first, you know, who are the first female space reporters in this, in this field, and then also who are the first women and, uh, in the space industry. And that ultimately led me to this group of six women. And I think I was like most, uh, probably most people in the public, you know, I had known Sally Ride, obviously, because she was the first American woman in space, but I really didn't have much of a sense of who the other five women were and when I learned more about them and just how easily it could have gone to say Judy Resnick or Anna Fisher or any of the other uh, six women I was you know very fascinated by their stories and a lot of what-ifs kept popping into my head of, of thinking you know oh what if it had been you know somebody else what if it hadn't been Sally and how that would have changed the history books and so you know it really was a way for me to learn more about them as it as it was to tell their story to everyone else and a reminder that afterwards airs every Sunday at 10 p.m. on book TV well, thanks for joining us for About Books, a program and podcast produced by C-SPAN's Book TV. Book TV will continue to bring you publishing news and author programs. And a reminder that you can get this podcast on the C-SPAN Now app. You can also watch all Book TV programming online anytime at booktv.org.